2: Hello and welcome to Seagull Social Season 3, Episode 31. And we're joined with, not quite the boys, because Ben isn't here, but obviously Maz and special guest today, Joe. Hope you're well, mate. It's been a, been a while since I spoke to you. I believe he spoke to Maz not too long ago, I think he said as well. Did, yeah. Um, yeah, we,
3: we, so... we did the, uh, what's it called? It's called the best of the rest or something, isn't it? <laughs> we we, we was... get labelled with the best of the rest. Um... Yeah, I can't remember which channel it was on now, bro. Uh, you know? With, um, with D- Dan. Potts. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, man. What am yeah. I talking about? Yeah.
1: No, yeah. <laughs> <I honestly laughs> Yo, talking if He's watching here. this. Sorry about I that, know, Dan, no. sorry. <laughs> What
2: show was that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh,
3: but oh uh, yeah. It, it, it was good. We we're obviously talk, representing the clubs, aren't we? We got to represent our our clubs. Mm. So. Do that love well.
2: that, mm. love that. And Joe, you're you're a good uh, Leeds creator, mate. Um, you didn't say you didn't go to the game of to the watch along instead, but um, just yeah. get your thoughts on the game, mate. Really, uh, what was your what was your take as a Leeds fan? Because it's quite good actually to hear it hear the other side of the, st- of the story? Um, on uh, In isolation, it's a
1: massive point because Brighton are a top side. Mm-hmm. Um, but yesterday, Bournemouth win, uh, Man United are currently drawing with Southampton, Everton yeah. win, and we've actually dropped down the table into 19th after what was a, a great... A great point. We didn't deserve it. Let me just say that we we did not deserve the point on on the run yeah. of the game. But listen, you've got to take them um, when when you can get them. Um, I wasn't expecting anything really pre match. I didn't even give a score prediction because I was just really concerned uh, about Brighton, um, which is mad. You know, it's mad <laughs> to think how far <laughs> to think how far Brighton have come. It's mad. But you yeah. know what? Like, there's so many. Fans saying, oh, it's Brighton, it's Brighton. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not that Brighton anymore. You know, Mm. this is a Brighton that's pushing for Europe. You know, Deserbi as well took you to another level. So it's a good point in isolation. But in terms of the state of the season, we needed all three. We need all three
2: in every game we play now, to be fair. Mm. I respect you for saying that, actually, because... I remember <laughs> with uh, your podcast before, but there's a few uh, there's a few dicks I remember in uh, both ways. Both ways, I'll, I'll take accountability as well. Um, obviously, when the when the Ben White situation was going on, uh, Leeds yeah. Leeds and Brighton was always a bit of an entertaining one for social media purposes. Um, mm. But yes, it had, things have changed with 100. Because you um, love that life, Ryan. You love that <laughs> life, man. <laughs> I've calmed down now, mate. I'm 22 <laughs> now, a bit older now. I'm getting old now, so it's a bit different. Um, <laughs> but um, Maz. Um, Uh, Yeah, what was your general take on the game? We'll get into it all, as we say, as normal, but just to hear a general overview, really, and what your thoughts were, because it was was frustrating on our part, wasn't it?
3: No, definitely, definitely. I I, I echo Joe's uh, thoughts in the respect of, yeah, I thought Leeds were... uh, not lucky but I, I felt like we were the better team on, on the whole but of course uh, i think a draw you can't really begrudge a draw just because of the way the, the game went about i know beforehand and when we did our predictions i predicted a win but i did say i did say it would be tough i, I said that you mm-hmm. know lees usually do give us a really good game um going into the, even though i did predict the win which obviously didn't come through um all that aside yeah i thought we spurned chances obviously i'm sure we'll get onto it but there's a few chances we spurned and You know, uh, not saying it was all his fault, but for example, Danny Welbeck, you know, had a few chances where he possibly should have scored. Um, And yeah, like just just generally, I think we, yeah, we had moments maybe to to really sort of put the game to bed or make, you know, really take control of the game, which we didn't do. And yeah, Leeds punished us and fair enough, like a draw at the end of the day. Yeah, it is what it is. And um, hopefully we go on to the next game uh, against Palace and we can
2: get a win there. Well, so that's a different different ball game against Palace on Wednesday, but that's, yeah. that's another conversation. But yeah, I, I think before we get into the proper game, I wanted to touch on the fact, because you mentioned Danny Welbeck, Joel Veltman, Danny Welbeck, Adam Webster, probably when I look at the social media feed of, of Brighton at the moment, they are the ones that get absolutely ripped apart, particularly Welbeck, I think, compared to Veltman, who probably in his, in his own admission would say he probably had one of his worst games for Brighton so far. But when you look at the basis of Welbeck, I think, yes, OK, he missed some big chances. But, Matt, do you not think that the, the hate and the things are going a little bit too far on yeah. social at the moment?
3: Oh, 100%. Like, and then unfortunately, as bad as it is, that is just social media for you. People mm. just jump on. People love to scapegoat. You know, there's always, there always has to be one person you want to blame, isn't it? For mm. any kind of defeat. Whereas the manager, it's a player, uh, whoever it might be, even the fans. You know, people just love to blame. The blame game is, they love it. So, yeah, yeah. of course, it's, it's it's unjust. It's not it's not fair. Like I said, it wasn't just Danny Welbeck. Like I think, you know, collectively, there was a few performances. They were a bit questionable, like you said. Webster, Veltman, you know, it wasn't just one person that's essentially ruined the game for us. And, <laughs> you know, like I said, Leeds is always a tough game, especially at Ellen Road. The atmosphere, uh, the fans are incredible. We always say how good Leeds fans are, especially at home. Um, and mm. the fact that, as Joe alluded to, they are fighting for their lives at the moment to try and get three points. It was never going to be an easy game. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think people on socials, it's just unfortunately, it's the nature of it. And uh, yeah. I don't, I don't agree with it. I don't like it, but that's just the way we are. Where we are at the moment, unfortunately.
1: Mm. Do you know just yeah. just from a Leeds fans' perspective, it's it's quite interesting you pick them three because I, I don't know I don't I don't think anyway. If you're saying for me like Veltman had one of his worst games, he must be he must be alright. Maybe <laughs> we're just maybe we're just that bad, you know. because I'm just fighting <laughs> We're we're good. Didn't didn't Webster set up grow well? Like was the player that played the ball through to Gross before he could be he right. scored, uh, I think. Yeah, it was either yeah, him or Veltman, I, I think. You know?
2: Yeah, you, you yeah. could be right, actually, in saying that. Um, I, I think, yeah... Danny Welbeck's it... miss was brutal, though. It was yeah. brutal, yeah, there's no there's no probably hiding from that. I, and I can't come out and say, look, he, he, it's a chance he's got to score that. I mean, for, for a player of well, quality, he's got to score that. He knows that. Uh, but we'll get into the game now. Um, just because, yeah, my head was very hot after that game. I'm not going to lie. I was fuming. <laughs> and I, I think it's just because of the expectation that... The Zerbys set, the club set, you know, we we're, we we're, we expect a lot from this team now, rightfully so, I think, because, you know, we're a good side and, you know, Joe, you, you admit that as well. It's, it's good to hear. But I think, you know, we are a good team these days. And, and it, I think the fact that whenever we come out without a win, Brighton fans are now naturally thinking we should be taking more. Um, but yeah, we'll get into the game because, as you say, we did we did go one nil up, and we started actually very well. I thought, to be honest with you, mm. um, Leeds were looking quite not like. I don't know about you, Joe, but it looked like you probably weren't as high intensity. I don't know how to describe but yeah. the, the old leads traditional way that I, I think yeah. of. I think I think for me, Ryan, though, and and
1: and it 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 came across in the crowd as well, and uh, it took me back mm. to when Bielsa first came in, and we used to play it out from the back, and you'd get the old the older fans saying, stop playing it out from the back, get it upfield. And it <laughs> felt because a lot of Leeds fans are so used to us being hell for leather pressing mm. when we were actually standing off. And, and, and I, I really liked what Grazia did from the start when Steele had it at the back. Mm. He pushed the two attackers right onto... Um, Webster and um, Dunk, but then also moved Adams and Rocker right on top of Kaiseido and Gross. And I thought, Mm. listen, it maybe not be great to watch, but Grazia's obviously defend first kind of vibe, you know? And I think at times, as much as Brighton did change and started to come into the game more a lot of it was resorted to long balls at times because there wasn't that pass or you were losing it. And mm. the fans in the stadium were booing. Brighton fans were all laying at nil-nil, I think, when you were passing it around. And I was like, oh, God, and as a Leeds fan, any fan, it's hard to take yeah. in your home stadium. But ultimately, yeah, we need points, man. And had yeah. we have gone hell for leather against Brighton yesterday, you'd have picked us apart and you'd be looking mm. at a West Ham scoreline, you know, 4-0. Yeah. And that's, that's just the truth. So as a fan yes it's coming away from what we're used to but you've for me it's the best best course of action man against Mm. this top right inside for me and we got a point Mm. so you can't really grumble
2: you know yeah yeah i I said um it was was josh akers actually um odds bible he said that he thought that they deserved a point it was it was an even match and that it was deserved and that yeah, they, they were happy with it. And I said to them about pretty much everything that Joe said um, of, you know, I think that we created the better chances. I think that, you know, we're going to be the ones that come away from this game more annoyed than they will. You're going to be happier with the greatest respect and we're going to come away more frustrated. Natural with football is what it is. But man, I don't know what your take is overall. Uh, you know, the beginning of the game, I thought we started quite well. You think?
3: Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I I thought we set the tone quite early on, like what we what we were trying to achieve and what we we're trying to do. But yeah, you know, as as uh, Joe said, I think Gr- Gracia sort of set the team up to to not lose. Like with the greatest respect. It was like mm-hmm. let's let's just Focus on the, the the basic arts of of defending and make sure we're we're solid solid at the back and then make foundations and you know players like Nonto, really Nonto, and even Jack Harrison who obviously scored a cracking second goal yeah. like those kind of players can then hit us on the break or or do what they need to do and they, you know they can damage us which we sure we saw and they did and even Bamford uh, who scored as well so yeah. like I th- I think yeah I think they just you know he had a, he had a game plan and he, he executed it um and you know like like Joe said I. I I can't grumble with the result. Obviously, I'm frustrated because it's a big game, which, yeah, as a, when I was going into it, I was really confident. I was like, look, this could be a big three points here, especially against a struggling lead side. But, you know, I, after the game, I was, I, was, I, was up, I was a bit annoyed. I was a bit frustrated because obviously going up twice, <laughs> you know, being a goal up twice is just, yeah, you expect to go on and, you know, win the game. But, yeah, it was just one of those days, I think. And I, I know we've had it a couple of times now. Obviously, Fulham, um, Palace we've had those days where we go into it expecting and they're not coming. we're not coming out with, with what we want it can be frustrating but I think yeah we just got to remember that there's no easy game just look at like, yesterday with uh, Bournemouth beating Liverpool after they just won 7-0 like in the Premier League now it's just mental like anyone could beat anyone uh, as cliched mm. as it sounds so yeah, yeah that's where I am with it all
2: yeah. And obviously we started, as say, well, and then we actually got the goal. Uh, Mitoma with a great back header. Um, for a guy that can't header, he's now got two goals and assists with his head. Um, so he's not doing too bad. Um, but then Pascal Gross as well. Another big chance created. What a surprise. And it's headed in by Alex McAllister, um, which was actually a very clinical finish because what I want to say about Alexis was the amount of chances he missed in that first half. My God. It was horrible. I mean, it was a bit like Alexis when he was at Crystal Palace uh, a few weeks ago. There were so many big chances that we missed through him, and you know, I, I absolutely love Alexis. He's our World Cup winner, and we love him. He's our our golden boy, right? But when you, when you're missing those sort of chances, it, it just it, it, it as you say, it's one of those days. It starts setting in your head a little bit. Um, Joe I don't know what your taking was of when we scored but did you think it was going to be one of those where we ran away with it or because of how many chances we were missing because as Brighton fans we were thinking this is a lot and we know what we're like we can go and throw this away and did you think that or did you just sort of think no they can go on and do sort of a West Ham here Uh,
1: as soon as you scored I thought it was game over Um, I'm not sure I expected you to score four. It was just more a case of because Leeds United are not scoring goals, because we're not winning games, as soon as you went one up, Mm. I thought, oh, it's game over now, it's curtains. Um, It was the same with the second goal as well. When you went 2-1, I was like, all right, that's us done. And I think that's just the mindset of the majority of Leeds fans at the minute, just because of where we are in the table and Mm. how difficult it's been to to score goals, create chances, get points, you know. So it's, uh, yeah, as soon as you scored, um, I thought it was game over. I was, listen, Brighton were well on top. Chelsea were on top the week before, but... Um, we were so easy to score against under the previous manager. So the mm. fact that we're staying in games, Maz um, touched on it, you know, just staying in games. That's what Grazzi is doing, staying in games. And hopefully, you know, you, he knew we had Rodrigo back from inji Sinistera mm. as well. Obviously, only played about 30 seconds, but then players are coming back. So the longer we can stay in games, it's all about nicking points late on, I guess. But yeah, mate, I, to be honest, as soon as you scored, I thought it was curtains. Um, so that, again, I'll come back to it as the fact that we've got points, great, but it's just the way the league's going. I mean, yeah, I think I don't know how we going down. I can't deal with the championship, man. I watched Norwich, I watched Norwich Sunderland this morning, and I was like, no, please. <laughs> yeah,
2: I know what you mean. There's, we've already we've already sent him into a breakdown, and we're only 13 minutes into the podcast. Um, <laughs> so no, what what I want to say really is, yeah, I, I agree with what you boys are saying. I think. As I said at the, at the beginning, the expectation I have of this team is so high. Um, I don't know what it is when we play away from home, Maz, but it seems like we just, I, I, I don't know, our, our clinical edge, our fit, ruthlessness that we seem to keep going on about that De put into us just doesn't quite follow through. I don't know, it's obviously there's no correlation to it being away, but it just seems in the last few weeks, obviously against Fulham as well, which was at home, but I look back on Palace particularly, that game reminded me so much of Palace where, you know, we've almost accepted now when we were under Portable at all my expected goals, blah, blah, blah. Whereas now we're a bit more like, if we don't score, we deserve whatever happens next. And Patrick Bamford, to score a deflected goal in the nature that happened, loop over steel, hit the crossbar. It was just, to me, that was the most Brighton championship goal that I could possibly have ever created <laughs> if I could. And I don't know, Mazza, what you think, but like that, that just, to me, set that tone of, we are still here to have the, the unluckiness or however you want to call it.
3: Yeah. Uh, I mean, generally speaking, I think the fact that we had 62% possession away from home, I think that's pretty impressive in mm. itself. I, I know, I know, I know possession. does not that much.
2: First. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: I, I know, I know possession doesn't win you games. <laughs> you know, it's not going to get you three points. You can have all the possession in the world and, you know, lose five nil. Do you know what I mean? But, just the fact, I think, doing that for away from home, like I said, in, in a, a sort of a very sort of a cauldron, uh, I would call it, Ellen Road, uh, at times, and when it wants to be, obviously, maybe not when Brighton turn up, but when it wants to be, it can be a proper atmosphere. Um, and yeah, just to have sixty-two percent possession away from home, I thought, yeah, that was a big sort of plus for me. But yeah, like you said, Brian, those spurned chances, those chances that we were missing, and you know, and not not being clinical enough. But then when you look at it the other way around. it's like we have been clinical in certain games you know you've got to look at the west ham game we mm. pretty much took all our chances so i don't know yeah. I, I don't want to put it down i don't want to be that cliche and just be like oh it was just one of those days put it you know put it past us let's look at the next game but i feel like it was just one of those games like we were let's put it bluntly we were the better side like on 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 the whole so it's not like we were poor or we were struggling to create chances i think i'd rather be you know, creating lots of chances and missing them. They're not creating at all. Like you just got to look at Palace. They haven't had a shot on target in three well, games. So, yeah <laughs> like, I'm not laughing
2: about that yet, mate. Wednesday's got to happen, I'm not laughing about that yet. Yeah, but
3: that's what I mean. Like, you know, at least I'd rather be in our position than let's say a Palace or yeah. I don't know a Southampton or I get whatever it saying. might be down down the bottom. Basically, that's the
2: yeah, I, I, I get know, what you're like, saying. Um, and obviously, yeah, that that goal, Joe, you can talk me through it because you're the Leeds fan here. But that to me, as I said, it, it does scream the most bright and sort of conceding finish that I could have seen. It seemed like, I think it was Veltman gave it away initially and then Webster sort of lost his man completely. Tried to, He got a bit dragged out of position, tried to catch back up with him by sliding in. Bit of a rookie error, really, and it just loops over steel. I mean, it was... You can't really put the blame on Steele at all for that. It's just looped over him. He couldn't really have done much about it. Mm. I don't know what you take of it, Joe, but did you think a slice of fortune or a moment of, not quality, I suppose, but what you needed?
1: Um, It's what we needed, mate. I mean, it's the first time in weeks that Bamford's actually hit with his right foot, with his weaker foot. We've been bemoaning him for weeks because there's been so many chances where it's come across his body. And instead of using his instep of his right foot, he goes with the you know, the outside of his left boot and absolutely mm. air shots it. So <laughs> it was just nice to see him use his right foot and it just mm. shows. And I think that's what a lot of Leeds fans are thinking. If you actually have a shot, then you might yeah. score a goal no matter how much it goes in, you know what I mean? So um, it was nice to see him score. And I do think, he then improved. He was getting in front of Dunk. He was getting in front of Webster and knocking it mm. around the corner. And I think a lot of Leeds United players are confidence players. You know, They don't have that killer mentality t- for me. That's what we're struggling with um, yeah. at the minute as well. And um, Bamford's definitely a confidence player. So it doesn't matter how it goes in. It went in. It was unexpected, as I say, because I, I-, I didn't see us getting back into the game. No. It's really interesting you're saying about missing chances and that as well, because... Uh, Brighton are like, there's only Arsenal and City that have scored more away goals than Brighton mm. this season, mm. which is just mad. So it's, uh, <laughs> it must be nice to be able to bemoan um, <laughs> not scoring <laughs> yeah. chances. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, because I was. I get rid of it. That was one of the yeah. things, like, before the game, thinking,
2: wow. Yeah. You, you've made me realise, Joe, how arrogant we've become. Um, when, I, when I'm now thinking, yeah, but this, this is it, bro. True. This is
1: it. I'm just listening to it. I, I need a sick bucket. Man. <laughs> <laughs> this was either, uh, like, uh, two
2: seasons ago. Mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two seasons. I'm very glad we got you on. When you finish, I'm very glad we got you on. Um, okay, well, know, right? look, let's let's put a positive spin on it, Because w- w- what I want to say is, one player I really do want to pick out was Moises Caicedo um, and Karim as well. I thought both of them were fantastic, but most so it was Moises. I, again, mate, he, he, since he signed in that new contract, he seems to have just turned up even more. Um, it's almost like that whole January saga wasn't even him. Who would have thought it? Talksport, but it's good because <laughs> you're now seeing it as. Moises has given everything for us. Those tackles he was putting in yesterday, controlling mm-hmm. midfield. Um, yeah. You know, if he did lose the ball, there was a slight mistake. He was right back on it. Um, yeah, for me, I mean, yeah. it goes without saying, Maz. What was your take on Casela?
3: Yeah, he was classy. And also, like, I he got yellow carded, but I suppose, like, that's not the end of the yeah, world. Yeah, but he had like, to get yellow, like, didn't you look he? Look at that like... was
2: a, It was one of those Yeah, yeah. well.
3: Well, well, look, look, look at look at Casemiro. Like he's he just got a red card today. I think it's his second red card of the season. So he's got a four match ban, and he gets yellows quite consistently. But he's one of the best yeah, DMs really. in the league. So you know, and I, I think Ca- Caicedo's definitely in the bracket. I wouldn't I wouldn't put him on the sort of same level as Casemiro, obviously, because Casemiro's been doing it for years and years and years. But uh, Caicedo has the ability to be a top class. Player, oh yeah, uh, he is Without incredible that. now. Don't get me wrong, but he already is like, to be yeah. elite level. Uh, yeah, 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 to be elite level, I, th- I generally believe he will be elite level. Like I think he's mm. that good. Um, but yeah, I thought he was class yesterday. Yeah, like you said, Ryan, done everything he needed to do. Like you said, made those uh, made that foul which he needed to do. Um, and he seems like he's now playing for the team. I think that's the key thing. It was when he had that that contract sort of uh, dispute or wherever it was or agent basically playing doing stuff behind the behind the scenes he just yeah he obviously wasn't himself he got dropped um, and then when he it came back like he
2: got a bit rattled didn't it I think he wasn't yeah. so much not playing for the team but it was more like he was I don't know I, I feel like it was just a bit un- unfair on him because he's so young isn't he and I think it was just a bit of one of those where he's now all of a sudden one of the most talked about footballers in the in the country and you know it must have just been a bit of a whirlwind time for him because of how everything just got blown up for Britzia Romano stirring the pot and it must have been yeah. a bit of a whirlwind for him personally but um no, no it's good. To see exactly. him playing very well at now. No, exactly. um okay yeah good and yeah so then half time obviously second half I mean Joe you started really well um and I, and I must admit I was getting quite worried uh I don't know what it was you you, you seemed to change a little bit it came at us a little bit more and I to be honest with you I thought since the goal we looked a little bit rattled and it looked like you were taking advantage at least for a good 10 minutes
1: mm, no no I agree um I think kind of I'd have made changes personally at half time, but listen, Grazia, he, he he's tend to have got it right. It's mad, really, because for me, Jack Harrison was woeful yesterday, but got a goal and an assist. Do you know what I mean? And an own goal. And an own goal, yeah. And an own goal. Spencer, <laughs> you are. Um, <laughs> Why he's not playing non to, I don't know. But um, yeah, listen, we we started. Well, that's what I mean. It was. Um, Sod's law to concede the way we did as well. Uh, I think Mitoma did well. I mean, Mitoma had Luke Hayling on toast yesterday. Oh, no, God, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was a tough afternoon for him. Even Estepinian getting in uh, one point as well. And I just thought, Luke, man, that was so... Like, as a fan watching it, you could tell it was coming and he still wasn't able to to yeah. stop it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Brighton, do you know the mad thing is? Like, you're talking about players there. When I did the watch line, I was like, I don't know any of these folks by by Levi Colwell on the bench, but I can guarantee they're all ballers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing yes. with Brighton. Oh, like, it's,
1: the recruitment policy is just the envy, man, the envy of... Uh, yeah. Yeah, yourselves and Brentford, which is... Oh, it annoys me when I can't, I was like looking at Brentford and Brighton like, oh my God, I wish they, our clubs were run like this.
2: Yeah. Do you know what did annoy me about the second half a lot? Um, you know, we got the goal, whatever. I didn't think we were probably the best we've been for a while I thought we were still okay probably as you say the the, the, the expectation of this team is, is very high the standards are high and as they should be when you're pushing for, for European places um, but what did really annoy me was I think a probably good 20 minutes Adam Webster was injured um, he was holding his mm. hamstring clearly holding his hamstring he couldn't run he was he was making stupid fouls. He was he was gone. Completely out of the game. And it was essentially like playing with one defender with Lewis Duncan. And it meant that Veltman was getting dragged out of position because Webster couldn't keep up. And it was so obvious that he was injured. And I, and I don't know whose fault this lies on, whether it's deserved for not taking him off or whether it's Webster for not going down to get himself taken off. Because there's an element of being brave and facing it, but then there's also an element of you need to actually go down and help the team and just sacrifice yourself because it wasn't working for, for Webster when he got injured. I think he had to come off sooner. Uh, maybe Colwell isn't fit enough yet, but um, obviously Van Heck's more than capable at, at centre-half for us.
3: Yeah, well, he took him off, didn't he, in the 88th minute, I think it was. Um, yes. Yeah. Which is, yeah, like you said, just just too late. What's the point? There's like five, yeah. five minutes to go uh, without added time. And, you know, like you said, just get him off earlier. And and you never know, with a with a fully functioning centre-back, we can play from the back and potentially, you know, create more chances mm. and hopefully grab a goal. But, yeah, no, I, I think, you know, you know what I talked about the other week with, uh, and for your benefit, Joe, I was sort of basically a bit, not annoyed, but frustrated at, always having Welbeck and Lalana injured. They, you know, nine times out like of ten they're mm. throughout the team with injuries. And I don't want Webster to become that player. That's my only mm-hmm. fear is is he now going to turn into this, you know, injury prone centre half? Because on his day he is quality and when he gets a good yeah, run of games exactly. consistent consistently, he he will be a starter for us. He will be him and Dunkey will be the, the first choice centre back. So yeah, I just I just hope for his sake and not our sake he doesn't turn into this injury prone centre back, um, but in hindsight as well, like to protect the player, yeah, deserve be you know to, to because he probably inj- further injured himself by playing on an injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, just uh, damage limitations, get him off. Um, but yeah,
2: yeah it, mate. If he's. I'm honest with you, I think. I, I don't know. I, I like Webster a lot. As everyone knows, I've always gone on about Webster for the last couple of years. But I think, honestly, since his injury record recently, um, it seems like we just can't keep him fit for long enough. I mean, particularly the last sort of year, year and a half. Um, we're getting a load of feedback there. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, oh, that's horrible. That well. oh. Oh. Oh, sorry. oh, now sorry. it's gone. Sorry. That's gone sorry. straight that through me. my eardrums. Sorry, sorry, boys. I just I got like a start in like sorry yeah. sorry that's my, bad, my no, bad it's all good it's all good we'll, we'll go again for now Ben can just chop sorry. that we'll just I couldn't hear it I was
3: why, like why am I not getting this <laughs> and it was right.
2: made... sorry I just remember sorry. 25 minutes um, yeah, alright cool. sorry um, I was, what was I going to say oh my god it's completely like boggling my brain Webster. Webster. Um, yeah, Webster yes Webster sorry before before Maz decided to pierce my eardrums um, I was talking <laughs> about Adam Webster um, yes I was saying about Adam Webster because I, I think yeah, as much as I like him everyone knows I like him whatever um, I do worry about his injury record. I do worry about his injury record. I and mean, particularly since we've brought in Levi Levi Colwell. I know he got a couple of weeks out, but he's now back. Uh, clearly not ready to go in yesterday, but I'd expect he could be ready for, for Crystal Palace. I don't know about you, Maz, but it seems like... Colwell was, was pretty much established centre-back for us. I mean, it was like him and Dunk, were, they formed such a great partnership. And I know they're only on loan, but some of the passes he was playing, he was such a dynamic center after. I mean, he, he really is a, a great talent. Everyone knows that as it is. But I don't know about you, Maz, But I'd have him back in there now, and I probably wouldn't change it. But if if he stays fit till the end of the season,
3: yeah. But before we go any further, Joe knows all about uh, loving a centre back who came in on loan from a Oh, here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Even
1: still, even still, still, man. (laughs) Sorry, mate. That was too good. That was too good. That was too
3: good to resist. Too good to resist. No, so yeah. Going back to Levi Colwell. no, I, well, let, do you know what? Talking of like falling in love with the centre back, I I don't want my heart to be broken by the fact that if he becomes a consistent starter, and we do yeah. love him to bits, and then because Chelsea already said they want him back, Chelsea already said it. He's you know it's pretty much confirmed that he's going to go back, and we we won't have an option to buy. Um, I could be wrong, but I, that's what I've read. So yeah, I do. I, he, I agree with you, Ryan. He should start. Um, I think he's the better option out of the two, um, from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. However. Do you? I know, and I know you don't agree with this one, but I suppose I could put it to Joe. Do you want to develop a player that's not yours? But then, like you said, it's, the, it's you, you're getting the benefit now. So I'm like torn. It's like you're you are getting the benefit of a better player, but then you're developing him to just leave, and then you're going to be left with a hole. So I'm just very torn at the moment. Do you know what though? Like.
1: Yeah, it was good that we didn't sign Ben White, but if Levi Caldwell gets you over the line for Europe, he was worth his weight in stone. And, and it's the same with yeah, Ben White. You know, we lost Pontus Janssen and I was okay with that. A lot of fans weren't because he pumped his chest and all that sort of stuff. But he used to uh, leave us, yeah, leave us uh, short at the back at times. But yeah, Ben White came in, was a revelation from minute one and, and we got promoted because of Ben White. You know what I mean? Uh, he was part of the back four, so it. yeah it's disappointing yeah. you might not get him but if it gets you Europe which is a big chance then
3: yeah no you're right what
1: it is yeah, yeah. Mm. no I fair agree
3: play with
2: you, mate. I, I agree with you um, yeah Colwell will be interesting for, for the next game Um, but we'll go on to the, the last couple of goals just, um, obviously just quickly actually don't...
3: Ryan just, just quickly before you go on to your next point Um, I do like the fact that the Zerbe's not scared to, to make these kind of calls as well like we saw with yeah. Jason Steele in goal Um, you you, you see like uh, who was the other player he did it with as well uh there's another player as well, where he wasn't really performing. Anyway, like I just yeah, I love I love the fact that Deserby is making big calls when he needs to, and uh not just letting anyone rest on their laurels mm. and just thinking, yeah, you know, I, I don't have any competition. That's what happened with Sanchez. He thought, yeah, got no competition. I can, I could do what I want, basically, and not really perform. Yeah. And now he's like, well, actually, shit, uh, Deserby's not messing about here. <laughs> I better bug mm. my ideas up. So hopefully he can come back stronger as well as and same for Webster. If he gets dropped, hopefully Webster then thinks, fuck, I need to sort my shit out, and then. Comes yeah. back stronger as
2: well. Yeah. Um, okay, so goal. Um, obviously, Jack Harrison. I mean, there's a bit of controversy from a Brighton end on this. Um, I'm going to debunk <laughs> it straight away and say, to be honest with you, I, I don't agree. I think that, yes, okay, the ball was still in play. Marginally, maybe about a second or two, but I really, I really don't see that as affecting it. People saying that Solly March was looking at the ball and that's why he got distracted and let Harrison go, but for me, I, I think if he was, then he should be, he should be playing to the whistle. But I don't know what you think, Joe. I know obviously you're probably not going to agree with them either, um but surely that doesn't matter, does it? I mean, it was, a, it was a good finish. Don't get me wrong. I probably would say perhaps it, it shouldn't have got to that stage, but it is what it is, and it was a good, it was a good strike from the the Jack Harrison one Harrison yeah Harrison, yeah. yeah, what the own goal or the goal? <laughs> the actual goal,
1: the actual oh, goal, the sorry, actual I goal. He scored I, thought, goal. Yeah. <laughs> I thought when you were talking about the controversy thing, I thought you were talking because I'm big on Fantasy Premier League and the amount of people that were yeah. screaming oh, that <laughs> March didn't get that yeah. goal. You yeah, yeah. yeah. like i in him, weren't weren't him in <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like zooming so in, weren't so in they? Yeah, yeah. yeah, double game week and that. They were all going, oh, March, March. But listen, I ain't got him, so I was buzzing. Um, but yeah. I I sort of get the the ball being on the pitch, but I mean, it was off in a in a matter of seconds. I think had that goal been chalked off, it'd have been really really unfair. I get from a Brighton perspective, but. I mean, I no, I think you, the are clutching at straws. It uh, and uh, it's a great finish as well, especially
3: as well. Mm-hmm. Like, the, if it wasn't such a big problem, the referee should have stopped the game. He would have been like, "Look, yeah, like, yeah. get it, get the ball off the pitch." Yeah. So clearly, it wasn't as, like, yeah, I, I'm with you guys. I, I think it's yeah. a bit of a overreaction from our fa- a pocket of yeah. our fan base, like talking about it being
1: yeah.
2: chalked mm-hmm. off and all that. Uh, it uh,
3: didn't. It
1: didn't impact the floor, did it? That, you know, let's no. say I remember like that offside that Rashford like when that got given the Bruno Fernandes goal oh, when he's yeah, literally yeah. stood in front of the ball that's impacting it that yeah. ball being on the pitch it's not Great. impacting anything so mm. yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah let us have a point man, Come
3: <laughs> on, man. <laughs> give us something <laughs> yeah,
2: it's man. not it's not the beach ball with Darren Bennett at Sunderland is it yeah exactly that? or Jermaine yeah, Defoe. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um
2: but yeah no I, I do agree I think it was a bit of a, a clutching at straws to be honest I mean there was a couple of clutching at straws I suppose I didn't really speak about the Solly slash Harrison whoever you want to give it to his goal um, um, but if it is Soli's goal, because I, I saw some people were claiming it was, I don't know if it's officially gone down as his or if it's officially gone down as an I think it's, goal. I um, think it's gone down officially as an OG. Yeah, oh, has yeah, it? Oh, yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, yeah. oh, Why he didn't say use his right foot is beyond me. Yeah. Why well, <laughs> did he go it with was, his
1: left
3: foot? It was yeah. really confusing. Yeah. We've, got, got, we've got to give credit, though, to Matoma. I know you probably won't, Joe, but as a Brighton fan, got oh, to give fantastic. credit to Matoma. It was yeah. like, yeah, just a little jinky-jinky, little run. Mm. just past, Like you said, Ailing really struggled with him, and I think that was that was the... Perfect example of how much he struggled. Uh, he sort of, it was a bit too easy. I felt like yeah, I, I think Ailing yeah. just didn't really know how to deal with him. And, and I know yeah. his dribbling is one of his biggest assets, but still, I felt like I don't know. Would you say it was poor defending, Cho from from Ailing? Yeah,
1: no, no, yeah. I think that's been uh, quite glaring this season. Luke Ailing's great going forward, but we do lose uh, something like even against Chelsea. Chilwell was in so much space a lot of the time mm. as well. But listen, we brought Rasmus Christensen and the, the guy's rubbish, like, so... <laughs> it, I thought
3: you were going to not... say he's good then, I like... No, yeah, no, he's, so...
1: <laughs> mate, he's getting... He, he can't even do a proper throw, man. He gets chalked <laughs> off a foul for us. So, listen, it's one of Jesse's signings. Um, so, the so... fact is we, we've we loaned out um, Cody Drama to Luton and we've only got Luke and, and uh, Rasmus. And, and listen, I love Luke because he's part of the old guard and all that, but yeah, we, we do need an improvement in that position. Mm. Um, but yeah. Rasmus is not it so it is what it is just got to go yeah. with Luke
2: yeah I can agree um, yeah the the goal itself was a bit of a mess as you say I mean yes it was great work from Matoma but Matt, I don't know about you mate I mean we went 2-1 up and then obviously we have that big Welbeck chance you've already spoke about but we had a couple more as well but the point of the matter is, we only used two subs yesterday. They're very mm. late, but deserve be standard. You know, he normally just does it. You know, if he doesn't agree with the team, he'll just change it straight away. Yeah. I don't know about you, but we had Facundo Bonanotte, we had Jeremy Sarmiento, etc. on the bench. I mean, that they're capable of changing the game or do you just think they're just not ready 100%. to be trusted against Leeds away? Is it too much of a an ask to throw them against sort of, you know, when you're playing against bottom of the league away, they're right up for it. Sometimes putting in a young player isn't the best idea, but no. perhaps that was a thinking or not. I don't know.
3: No, I, I mean, I think, as you touched on, Ryan, I think we've seen the impact that some, the Sarmientos have had. Like, just remember Arsenal. Like, even against Arsenal, Sarmiento mm. came on and was brilliant. That's just one example. Um, but yeah, I, I think definitely, I don't think it was a case of maybe he doesn't trust him. I think maybe he just felt like we, it was going well enough, as in that team that yeah, was on the pitch the team was playing, playing okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. It wasn't like, I don't think there was a reason where he thought, right, he's shit or he's doing really bad. You know, he's struggling. Let's get him off. Yeah. Obviously, oh, so he made Welbeck for Ferguson and, um, Interestingly, again, our good friend Josh Akers, uh, a fellow Leeds fan Joe, um, he actually described uh, Evan Ferguson, and I would love to hear you both opinion on this as okay. a serial box winner. Um, he thought he was that bad, he thought he'd won a competition to play for Brighton yesterday, which um, yeah, I mean he can have his <laughs> he can have his opinions I don't know if he was just trying to get a nibble from me at all, um, yeah, but yeah he, he did rate man. Ferguson. Yeah, uh, he didn't rate Ferguson at all when um, he thought that yeah Welbeck um, had
2: to come on. But yeah, in terms of a fantastic win for uh, Leeds against Brighton, this day. <laughs> it's been promoted actually, should I say?
3: Yeah, well uh, done. But yeah, he's he, <laughs> he just um, he's a massive. Uh, the delusion is uh, incredible. Um, he said t- he actually he actually said teams like Brighton as well is that like, we should be beating teams like Brighton if oh, you want to stay God. up. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Good, good lad is our acres. Anyway, just um, <laughs> going back to the original point, yeah, uh, I agree with you Ryan. I think he definitely could have made changes more than he, the one he did with, well back for Ferguson. Mm. Bringing on, yeah, like you said, a Bonanotte or a, or a Sarmiento uh, just a little bit of tricky, yeah. a little bit of, you know, like, Leeds have got a not, uh, Nonto, I think that's how you say it, Um, yeah. who I, th- I think is a brilliant player. Like, he's just, yeah, he's, he's, class, he's explosive, sure. he's, he's young, he's mm. hungry, he's just got all the attributes to be a very, very, very good footballer. And, yeah, like, we've got similar players, maybe not in, in style or, you know, exactly the same model, but we've got players that can come on and change the, the game like is probably
2: the closest thing to Nanto I think yeah. uh, it, just the fact that Nonto is a bit smaller than him makes him look a little bit more tricky but I'd say yeah, I, if I was yeah. to directly compare I'd say he's the closest thing we've got but I get what you're saying Yeah, it's, it's like those sort of players you, you as the game opens up a little bit there's Exa- potential for exactly, one of these younger yeah. players bit to come in as
3: well. An injection of pace is.
2: Yeah, I, I do get the thinking. I, I, I don't know. it's just it, it just doesn't sit well because we haven't won the game. I think you know if we're looking back on this and it ended two one, we wouldn't be saying anything. So I suppose in that yeah, of sense of it, yeah, maybe on the balance of that, maybe that makes sense because as you say, Welbeck should have scored, Alexis should have scored. Matomo had a couple of chances March had a couple of chances so it all balances out in the end I suppose but when you don't take your chances you get what you deserve in the end um, Joe I want to get your sort of thoughts for the rest of the season mate. as a Leeds fan I mean obviously it's, it's not looking great for you but then at the same time there is a lot of a lot of bad teams this year yeah. there is a lot of bad yeah. teams this year Um, and it, it, the Premier League seems to change every week to be honest and mm. I can't really com- you know Directly say who's going to get where in the whole sort of from about seventh down. No, do you know what? From yeah. fourth down, there's no clear cut anywhere. Um, mm. But do you think you'll stay up? Do you think you've got enough? Or do you think it, it could be, you know, going back to the championship for you guys? No, I do. I do think we'll stay up. I, I do think we'll stay up. I think Grazia
1: will, will get another am uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the international break. Um, which is mad because normally i hate yeah, them, but he, he needs say. he needs you know yeah. a nice long week and a half getting into them and i think he came in and said we were leaking goals since then you know that's that's curbed a little bit um you know we've defended really well at times against tough opposition mm. um I do think we'll stay up. Look, like you said, the league table all the way up to Palace, all the way up to Palace. Like uh, Maz said earlier, they haven't had a shot on target in three games, which is the first time since Opta started bloody uh, (laughs) recording records or whatever. So, yeah, Forest, they're definitely not out of it. Nottingham Forest. um, Mm. They're on a run now, they're back down again, aren't they? What's that, sorry?
2: I said they're on a good run. Now they're sort of falling back down again. Yeah. yeah, Their home
1: form might keep them up, though. And and we need to. The thing is, right? April, the last month, Leeds United finished with City, Newcastle, West Ham, Spurs. That's our last four, which is brutal because they're all still going to be vying for positions. yeah. Yeah. The next few weeks, we've got Wolves, we've got Palace. Arsenal squeezed in there, but we've got some some games coming up: Bournemouth, uh, Leicester, Forest at home. So this next few games for us are huge. <laughs> got to get yeah. points in the board. Yeah. Just,
3: just quickly, Joe, as well. Um, just 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 interested to know what what do you think's been the biggest difference since March March leaving to now having Grassy? What what do you think's changed? Has anything changed? I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, just... yeah, yeah, massively.
1: Yeah, because. Um, we were so susceptible, like Marsh could attack, but not defend. So whenever we lost the ball in transition, we were always open, wide open, and we would mm-hmm. just concede goals at will. So if we'd have gone up against Hughes, for example, with that style, and and it was so narrow, Maz. it was minging to watch. I genuinely hated watching Leeds United under Marsh. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, minimal width, um, just never getting our foot on the ball. Um, we just used to just, constantly knock it forward. It genuinely Mm. was like Sunday league at times. So (laughs) Grazia's come in and made us more defensively resolute. Um, We just need to find the back of the net. And I I don't know, you can't really coach that man. It's a confidence thing, right? Mm. It's, you know, it, you mentioned earlier about Webster with the injuries. I'm like that. I love Bamford, but now he can't be relied upon. So even I said the other day, even now, if he played every minute and scored in every game, we still need to move on from him because he just cannot mm. be relied upon. Rodrigo getting injured at the wrong times brutal, but he came on yesterday, so hopefully he'll get some more minutes. Sinister is massive for us as well. Mm. Um, he's been injured far too often. Um, yeah, we just need. We're creating. It's just about being clinical, mate. We need we need someone who can put the ball in the back of the net, and um, I think we'll be all right. I do, I do. It won't be great to watch, but I don't care at this point. I just want to stay yeah. in the Premier League. You know. I was actually just funny you say thoughts. that. I was yeah. going to
2: say it's it's almost like getting the results. I mean. As Brighton fans, we know yeah. how that feels with the the Houghton era. I mean, yeah. to be honest They're with you, scoring. I say that the <laughs> the second season, I, how we didn't get relegated, I really, really, really don't know. It was it was purely because Cardiff were just worse than us. Yeah, worse and and, us, and, yeah. and they were worse than us by about this much. There's there's no way we should have even really stayed in the Premier League based on our own results. But um, but the but Hughton the way of playing football was just defend and and get by all means possible just stay up. Next season, then you change, you know, whether that be you change manager, whether that be you you change philosophy, you sign different players, go for a different model. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what happened mm-hmm. with us. And to be honest with you, we were in the situation of we had those couple of years and we, we stayed up by all means possible. And and every away game was a write off. And then yeah, and all of a sudden it changed. Graham Potter came in and it was we played expansive football. We started passing it around and we were winning games that we didn't expect to. And that's when, you know, that's how these, I guess, the likes of Brentford as mm-hmm. well uh, have to be looked at as, as doing a similar pattern. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see sort of what happens towards the end of this season, because Maz on our perspective, um, should, we cover, should we cover Palace now? We, we probably may as well, mightn't we? Because it's only on Wednesday um, and, and there's not really much time to turn around otherwise. It's up to you, mate.
3: Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm easy as long as Joe's happy. I don't yeah, Joe's right, yeah.
2: Yeah, we, we can talk yeah. about your game as well, mate, if you like as well. Just, just for the, just we, for the... it's cool, man. <laughs> as
3: long
1: as you beat Palace, man, that's all I'm bothered about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In, fair yeah, point, yeah. It helps you out as well. That's fair enough.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I look at this game against Palace. I mean, obviously, it's huge. It's a rival game. Everything writes itself. Uh, it's a Wednesday night. But the, the biggest point of this for me is we actually really need to win this game because the Zerbi, I I can 100% be so confident in the fact that he's gone home last night and he has not slept a wink. He, he's he been looking at the highlights. He's been watching it back. And he's been saying, why didn't we do this? We should have done that. We should have done that. We need to win these games. We need to be scoring those goals. Funnily enough, he said in the press conference last week that I think he said it to Andy Naylor. So shout Andy. He said, His Sassuolo team, they missed out on goal difference to the Europa League. And since then, he's almost been that's why he wants to score so many goals. Even if you're two, three and up, he still wants to score as many more as he can because you never know. You just never know how it's going to end up at the end of the season. The good thing is, Maz, at home, we're very good. We know that. We haven't beaten Palace in something like 1,100 days, as the account on on Twitter uh, lets us know every day. Yeah. (laughs) Does that change on Wednesday, mate? Yeah. we'll see well, does it change anything?
3: yeah uh, well we always say it will change don't we every game we're confident going into the Palace well in the last sort of, couple what of years what
0: a one
3: what yeah what a one all. we love a draw <laughs> at the moment but um, I think the f- like, like you mentioned Ryan the fact that we've dropped points against Fulham Palace who we just obviously played not too long ago and uh, fucking, the third one's gone out of my head Oh, Leeds, obviously, yesterday. Mm. So, you know, we, we've we've obviously dropped points there. And not, uh, that sounds bad, like, saying drop points, because obviously, like, saying we, we deserve yeah. three points. But, like, from our perspective, yeah, like, if we are g- genuinely uh, serious about going for Europe, you know we, have we do work. have to get results uh, against yeah. teams around us. You know, mm. like Fulham are vying against us. Obviously, I know Leeds aren't <laughs> alongside us, but they're. they're what they're do a big, you mean, mate? Club. They're direct rivals. <laughs> no, they're a big, they're a big club. You know, obviously a big club. Obviously <laughs> struggling at the moment, but regardless, they're a big club and they always like to play us. But yeah, it's just those kind of games where, you know, historically we struggle against. The, the, the lower teams and I put them in inverted commas I put them in inverted commas lower teams and we actually play quite well against the bigger teams so your Liverpool's your Man City's yeah. um you know it, it, just look at the last two seasons and we've been getting results at pretty much the top six quite quite consistently now so mm. yeah I just want us to turn that around that narrative around to actually we're beating the the lower teams again inverted commas and we're we're you know maybe not struggling against the bigger teams but at least being competitive and you know if we lose, we lose. It's it's fine. They're expected to win. So yeah, against Palace, I just want us to be clinical. I, I don't want us to give us stupid chances away. I don't want us to make stupid mistakes like with Bobby Sanchez dropping the ball. Like I just want us to finally <laughs> well, be <laughs> consistent. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it can't happen. He's not in goal, thankfully. Um, but yeah, just I just want us to be. I don't know the the, the Brighton we we know we can be. You know, <laughs> like the the best version of ourselves, and not just I feel like we always sort of. St- um, just stutter against the Palace it seems to be some kind of like yeah. mental block against them I don't know what it is
2: I don't know mate because when I mean obviously I was at Celeste um, and and I look at it and on another day if that game is played five times we win that four times out of five there's you couldn't they couldn't sustain that for so long but you're right at what you say it is weird because they have one two three shots against us max yeah. and seem to score at least one of them and and that's what always seems to get us down, because we would have 70% possession, we'd have 35 shots, and we wouldn't be able to create, yeah. you know, any sort of yeah. moment of magic. And I don't know why it is. Um, Joe, respect, yeah. respectively, I mean, Wolves are playing a bit later on against Newcastle, but you have Wolves uh, not till the Saturday, luckily for you. So you've got a bit right. of time to recover from that. But I mean, I would say, mate, I mean, Wolves are playing well, but another game that's, that's huge for you guys.
1: Yeah, we've got to win it, mate. We've got to win it. This is the thing. We've just got to start winning football matches, man. And then we come back from international break. We've got Arsenal, so you write that one off, you know what I mean? So, yeah, we've, we've got to... <laughs> I remember, what, I remember it. how you
2: feel, mate. That's the funny thing. There's Brighton fans that are here that know exactly how you feel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're
1: flying though, aren't they? They've just been Fulham 3-0, so... Yeah, like, that's actually yeah, good for us. That's what it is. Yeah. I, do you know what? I was just looking at your record there against Palace like, and it's just 1-1, 1-1, 1-1. Yeah. It's one
2: 0 yeah. every time. Yeah,
1: it's not going to be hey. nil 0 though, is it? I know they can't score, but Brighton will. So maybe you'll win this time. Win
3: this time. <laughs> Joe, I, do you know? Uh, Ryan, hey, I, what I you do, I, man. I don't know if you, I don't know if you met him yet, but D, there's a Palace fan. Yeah, of course. D. Yeah, I know. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah,
3: he is like I. Did, obviously, Palace has always been a rivalry, right? And I, I've never <laughs> really had like I never had like deep, you know, a uh, deep passion uh, yeah. of hate towards him at all. Like, not really. All. But yeah, n- n- no, cause I, for me personally, yeah, football's never that deep. Like football, I love football. I love it to bits. Yeah, that's that's different. Yeah, no, mate, oh, I'm real. I'm real. Like I'm as real as it comes. Like I'm not. Nice. I'm not one of those people to fight people over football. I'm not there to. I'm not gonna I'm cry not over a football match. But like, you no, know, you know what I mean, like, I'm. I'm not. I-, I love football and I. I literally live and breathe it. But yeah, it's just not. I'm not that like fucking. But anyway. I am now because of D. Uh, he he has turned me into just I just want to crush Crystal Palace. Just I want to make them absolutely nothing. Just to see his face Here we because are. the One way he, Palace
2: lovely. Yeah, lovely. no, nice. but
3: the, <laughs> just the way he talks about how like good they are and like how much better they are than us and how much bigger they are and I'm like mate. You guys can't even get a shot on target, mate. Just focus on yourselves. Do you know what I mean? like, Do you know what? Man? So, do you know? what
2: I'd yeah. say about d? I d. Not that I've spoken to him in a good while, but I'd say whatever he said to you has worked a charm. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if I was D, I would be he's very happy ran... with myself right now. He's fully
3: rent-free. <laughs> he's, uh, funny enough, I'm actually I'm going on his show after this, so I'm like, I'm, al- I'm already I'm already bubbling away. Like it's already. You've been thinking about this really... last
2: night to be like, because, for God's no, sake, I have got to talk to yeah, D tonight.
3: <laughs> no, but do, do you know what it is, Ryan? Do you know what it is? He's like, he's so deluded. Yeah. He's so <laughs> deluded that it's actually <laughs> mental. Like, I don't know if he's a character. Or if he's like a troll. I I I don't I can't believe he's real. I just can't. Because the way he chats about how good Palace oh are, I'm God. like, mate, do you even watch football? I, I, I don't get it. But um, yeah, anyway, let's hope we beat them. We hope we fucking smash
2: Palace. Um, yeah. Fair play. I didn't yeah, expect I the to meltdown to actually come from Maz this time. I actually thought it was yeah, going to yeah. from you, Joe. So that's a respect. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I mean, that pretty much runs all the fun. I'll, I'll say a bit about Palace, actually, just because it is a big game. Um, and, you know... We'll see De Zerbi on Tuesday. It'll be interesting just to see his mood because obviously I've spoke so much about how the mood's been so great around the training ground, how everyone's been so buzzy. It's going to be interesting to see if it's still the same, if De Zerbi's... One thing we can say, Maz, about De Zerbi is when you annoy him, when he plays a team that annoys him, almost every time we bounce back and wipe the floor with the next one. I mean, Charlton's yeah. a prime example. Came back He goes, he goes on a rant like
3: me. He goes on like, a yeah. rage like me. We lost,
2: we lost to Charlton, come back Middlesbrough 5-1. We lost to Fulham 1-0, come back. We play West Ham 4-0. So I think one thing you can say is, don't wind up the Derby in polite terms. But the one thing that I probably will say as well is, it's Palace, and uh, it doesn't quite work like that. So, you know, we are due a win against them, let's be honest. Palace fans will agree. I don't think everyone but D, according to Mans. But I think that everyone <laughs> that is a reasonable Palace fan would agree with that. We are due a win, and we have to yeah. win on the perspective of, of our season. You know, that if we win these games in hand, yeah, the point yeah. remains we go into the Champions League. That's mad, right? So it's not what be all and end And I, I don't agree with the, a lot of the meltdowns that are occurring on Twitter <laughs> yesterday, because there were some mad ones on there, let's put it that way. Um, yeah, but we'll I saw, see. Uh, uh, it starts off a very, very big week for us because obviously Grimsby as well, which we'll get on to uh, after Palace. But yes, thank you boys for joining me today. It's been a very good, very good podcast. Joe, thank you very much for coming yeah, on as well, mate. mate. Um, I know sure. it was a bit late notice. Boys, before <laughs> you go, before late. Let, me, Yo. let me
1: ask. European football or an FA Cup final win?
2: Oh my right. gosh. FA Cup final win. Bang. Bosh. Done. Yeah. Because then we get European football anyway.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, damn.
1: That's
2: a rubbish <laughs> question. It's actually a rubbish question. <laughs>
3: yeah, now we thought about it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What Ryan said, what Ryan said. <laughs> <laughs> but if
1: it wasn't, what do you take, silverware or European football?
2: I'll let him ask so go, we, cause i let Maz go because I interrupted. Yeah. yeah.
3: No, that's cool, that's cool. Um, yeah, that, that's a better question, I think, because now it actually means that as if... So, mm-hmm. so if we were to win the FA Cup, we wouldn't get you Europe. You can't get Europe. You yeah, can't yeah, get yeah. Europe, okay, okay. Yeah. That's a great question. Do you know what? Oh, that is really tough. Fuck. Um, I'm going to go with silverware, I think. Just to say you've won something, you know? Yeah, you're, you're a, right. it's great for away days. It's yeah, great yeah, to, yeah. like, experience, like, yeah, going away Mate, to... it's the uh, right answer. Don't worry about it. You know, it's West, the right West answer. West Ham <laughs> away to Inappa, like, it doesn't get any better than that. But... <laughs> Um. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, winning silverware just to, yeah, just to flex on like Spurs and stuff. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, we've actually won something, mate. So yeah. No, I, <laughs> yeah, mate. I think as
2: well. Just just the day out would be insane. Like just yeah. to be able to go and go to Wembley, say play to Man City or a Man United and beat them in the final. It would be absolute poetry. Yeah, I think it would be one of those that would always be remembered around the football club. Be remembered in football as well. People would remember when Brighton beat Man City in the FA Cup final, whereas people aren't going to remember when Brighton got to Europa, Europa League for the yeah, first yeah. time. Mm. You know what yeah, I mean? It, it's league. huge. I think the FA Cup still has its magic, mate. So I, I agree with yeah, Maz. I think, yeah, it's got to be the win against anyone. Great question, I think. Joe. Great but question. to add on that, I'd love, I'd love, um, just for the sake of football, I'd the football if gods, if anything's up there, it would be Man United in the final because it has been 40 years this year since 1983, the last time we got to an FA Cup final and lost to Manchester United, which is one of the biggest moments in our history so far. For us to then come back 40 years later to play United and potentially even have more of a chance of beating them nowadays. You never know. That would be great. That'd be like a football that'd be a football write up completely. Cashmere um, so a red you card. Well, yeah. Cashmere yeah. a red card.
3: We win five one boys. Come
2: on. Boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. Um but yeah, thank you boys for joining me. Uh do comments below actually just before we sign off. Um oh,
3: yeah, Joe, Joe, do you want to... Oh yeah, but Joe, every... you won't
2: actually know that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: No. So every every week we uh, we do comments down below. So we ask our audience just to put anything in the comments. We give you the power. Made this it week. This don't, don't make it anti-Brighton, please. But right, you, okay. you can make it. You can make it as funny and as you know as wherever creative as you want want it to be. No,
1: I tell you what. Right, if Leeds United were to go down, which one Leeds player are you taking from us? Oh, oh good one. Love I it. rate that. Love it. Love
3: that. Yeah, love cool. that. If it's oh, not non
1: to I'll be very surprised. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go. Yeah, comment down below which leads player you would take. Love yeah.
2: that, Joe. Luke Ayling. Anyway, boys, thank you very much for joining. Um, <laughs> um, cheers, Joe, mate. You've been an absolute pleasure as always. Where can we find you? Hug yourself. What's your socials, everything you're doing at the minute? Yeah, so it's a Just your football
1: show, uh, heavily Leeds-related, of course, but uh, during the running, um, we'll be getting a lot of the bottom sides uh, involved, but you won't need to worry about that. But yeah,
3: just general <laughs> football chat. <laughs> There's your Brighton
1: post-match on there. Um, check that out. I've had a few Brighton fans in the comments, to be fair, so fair play. Oh, so um, nice. yeah, just check me out over there. Thank
2: you nice one mate well done nice one love it Um, cool thank you Maz as well for joining Um, great podcast as always so um, yeah make sure you have liked, subscribed if you're on YouTube and obviously stream if you are on Spotify Apple Podcasts and all that good stuff leave us a review on Spotify as well and we'll see you probably just after Crystal Palace oh my god yeah Yeah. I can't believe I'm just saying that yeah we'll see you soon (laughs) cheers bye bye peace